Chuck, I'm not going to waste any fucking time. Didn't redo it. Welcome to Foolish. Oh. Welcome. 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 Uh, pick a voice. Welcome. Stick with it. Okay. I like the first one's better. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to Foolish. Episode 41. 41. I can't think of anything else that 41 represents, so I was going to try to think of a sports person. I can't think of any athlete that wears 41. No, there's none. That's not a thing. It's no not a great 41. number. Tim Wakefield were 45, right? Where would you rank 41 as a number between 1 and 100? <laughs> uh, is 1 the best or is 1 the worst? 1's, one's the best. 41's pretty... I go like nineties. Shut up! I always get this backwards. Um, when someone says something is high on the list, does that mean it's good or bad? Because so if it's high on the list, it means it's good. But if I wanted to rank, say I wanted to rank forty-one pretty low, <clears throat> going by your standards, and I ranked it number ninety-one, ninety-one is a higher number than number six. Yeah, don't don't do don't do this. <laughs> no, I'm this not doing it. It's something I've always <laughs> something I've it, always been I, I understand. About. Yeah, I don't know. So, it's 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 stupid. English language is dumb. No, it's not even the language. It's the numbers. If I put... So 41 would be in the bottom... In the worst 10. <laughs> it would be in the 9200 range. But is that the bottom? It's the bottom 10, right? Because it's not the top 10. Right, it's the, the bottom top 10. 10 are 10 to 1. The top so 10 f- are 10 to 1. Yeah. So 41 would be low on the list, but high in in the quantification of numbers. 41 would be somewhere around like 89. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just bottom and low have negative connotations. I think that's it. That's all that means. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I don't care for 41 as a number in, in any uh, particular way. It doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me in any kind of way. So it's going to be pretty, uh, pretty not, not good in the uh, position. We've hit rock top with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that'd be good. <laughs> Would it? I don't know. Um, so Chuck, you were at yeah, a Celtics game yesterday. Was that your first ever Celtics game? It was not. It was my uh, third. Oh really? I've only ever been to one. I went to one when I was living in Washington to watch them play the Wizards of Washington. Uh. Oh, cool. Which is what you saw yesterday. Uh, yep. The first one I went, that was like the Rondo era. The Rondo, Paul Pierce, uh, mm-hmm. Garnett in D.C. And they won that game. Then I saw them again maybe five years ago, also in the uh, Big Three era. The Big Three, of course, referring to Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. Uh, they played the Bulls, and they beat them uh, handily, if I remember correctly. Was Gino and, on? I don't remember. I don't think so. He might have been. <laughs> Uh, and then I saw them. I saw them last night. I went to a Celtics game uh, last evening, and it the game was bananas. Yeah, you went to a good one. I went to a really good one. It was uh, the tickets were uh, a thirtieth birthday present from my cousin, and ah. uh, so I went with my cousin who was older than me. She's in her forties, and her son who is uh, twelve. Um, so uh-huh. he's a big he's a big fan. He had a lot. He had a lot of fun. It was an eight o'clock game, and it turned out that no one uh, was healthy on the Celtics. Nope. Every single every single Celtic broke his leg or his foot or his head. <laughs> um, yeah, you're, uh, you're, is Jalen Brown your favorite player right now? I know you love Jalen Brown. 
I love Jalen Brown so much. He probably is, uh, but he was out. The Celtics' best player, Kyrie Irving, was out. The Celtics' uh, second-best player, Al Horford, was out. Jalen Brown was probably their fourth-best player. He was out. Um, and a couple, uh, Marcus Smart is like their fifth-best player. He was out. The whole yeah. it was Jason. It was Jason Tatum and a bunch of guys I'd never heard of. It's like four um, guys that would be on the starting lineup are out. Yeah, and so like, um, but the bench, the the reserves played very well. Yeah. They got out to like a 20-point lead. I think they kind of were in the mood like, oh, no one thinks we're going to be good and we're going to come out and smoke them. The problem that happened to the Celtics is the players weren't very good. There were <laughs> like three or four guys who... Now, I, I don't watch every Celtics game, but I'm pretty on top of the team. Right. Um, who I had no idea what they looked like or how to pronounce their names. Right. Um, <laughs> it was like... Semi Ojale. <laughs> not even Ojale. No, because I, I know who that is. There was... Um, Yabusele, that guy. Yabusele, uh, Ab- Ab- Nader, Nadir, Abdul yeah, Ab- Nadir. Abdul Nader, I think his name is. Ab- I think it's Abdul Nader. Um, uh, uh, and Shane Larkin. Um, Which all just who, sound like guys that work at Home Depot. Who got, They are guys that typically, like at the best end, play 10 minutes a game. Maybe. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to play in like the last quarter of a blowout or something. Right. And so now in this game, not only were they asked to start, they were asked to start for essentially five quarters because it went to two overtimes. Yep. So we had a bunch of guys. One, there was only eight active Celtics for the night. Yeah. That's it. It's- so you have to start five guys. You only sub three out. So by the fourth quarter, Brad Stevens was basically just subbing one bad player. It was just Aaron Baines switching with Marcus Morris over and over and over again. Uh, to Which no, I can't to believe no like Baines didn't foul out because he's like super aggressive. I thought he was going to foul out and then they'd be even more fucked than they already were. Yeah, and they, they would have won the game, but by the end of the game, because there was only eight of them and it was double overtime, they were so gassed. Yeah. They were having like legitimate difficulties inbounding the ball because no one <laughs> yeah. could get open because they were so like, <laughs> just stop this fucking game. <laughs> And they I, they almost won the game. They It was down to uh, a Jason Tatum free throw, which he missed, which would have put them up by one with like two seconds left. And he missed that to send it to double overtime, I think. And then in double overtime, the Wizards went out to like a six-point lead. And it's like, oh, this game's done. And they just kind of, they came back. They came back. They were down by one, four seconds left. Jason Tatum uh, shook his man, took a three, uh, missed it. And that was the ball game. And it was a very, uh, very disheartening ending. But... It was a very fun game. It was uh, they jumped out to the big lead, so that was fun. Then it was close. Then they they you know they forced overtime. You forced uh, double overtime. That's ex- that's an exciting thing to see. Um, here was the problem with all of that. We took the train oh. to Boston. <laughs> yeah, that was so, going to be my next question. The transportation to get to Boston is always bad. fun. There are two trains out of Boston after ten forty-five. One of them oh, is at eleven right. p.m. The other one is at 12 p.m., 12 a.m. If you miss those, you have to essentially take a cab from Boston to Providence. Yeah, it seems like a lapse in, like, why would they only be that many trains? But The game ended at, like, 11.25. And DC I looked was, at my watch. DC was great with trains. It was the best. But the game ended yeah. at, like, 11.25, and I knew, okay, we have 35 minutes to get to South Station or we're trapped in Boston. Yeah. And we had to, it was really hard, and we boarded our train, which was set to depart at 11.59, I swear to God, at 11.58. <laughs> we were a minute, a minute uh, on time. Stuck in, from, being, from taking a $100 Uber, 
or yeah, list. that was that was the that I was legitimately like, okay, I gotta look up bloopers now because we're gonna miss this thing. But we caught it, and uh, I'm exactly at home at one thirty in the morning. <laughs> I got to bed at two thirty, and I woke up at six thirty, and now I'm uh, very tired. <laughs> so that's another thing I want to talk about. Yes, daylight savings time happened this week. It sure did, and it made me think about something. It's so nice, like like moving the hour forward kind of sucks a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's so nice getting out of work and still seeing the sun. Well, it's it's seven it's seven away right now. It's ten past seven, and I'm looking out my window, and the sun is still setting. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's it's great. But this first week is is just a kick in the stomach in regards to your sleep schedule. And and it made me think of something, like why are the default hours nine to five? Like. Can't we all agree as a society to work later so that way we can enjoy the actual sun being out? Like, I wish the default work hours for everyone were like, I don't know, like 12 to 8 or something like that. Or like, but I don't, I think that's the inverse of your logic, though. Then we wouldn't enjoy the sun being out because we'd all be in work. No, I mean, we would, eh. like, if you wanted to enjoy more of the sun, you would want to get out earlier. Well, no, I disagree because especially during the, like, for the last, like, three months, I've worked from 8.30 to 5, and by the time uh-huh. I get out of work, it's dark. Right. Whereas if I worked from, like, 12 to 9 or 12 to 8 or something like that, I would have three or four hours of sun to enjoy, and then I'd go to work. Oh, you mean in the morning? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going the other way. I want the sun after. Right. I know you want the sun after, but there's not always going to be sun after unless you work super early in the morning. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying. I have a fundamental and very strong disagreement with you that I much prefer. Uh, I'd rather go to work in the dark. And have, so your perfect and have shift s- would be like 4 a.m. to <laughs> to like 12. No, no, I, I like I like the shift. I like 830 to 5. And I like the nice three or four hours of, of dark of sunlight after that. I think I'm pretty okay with that. I wouldn't change anything around. I would leave I don't know it if daylight I had... savings time permanently. Yeah, that's probably that's probably a fair compromise for both of our preferences. Yeah, I would never go backwards. I just get so depressed when I get out of work and it's dark. Like that's the worst. Yeah, but that's still going to happen to you if you moved your shift up. Like if you went into tw- if you went into work today at eleven. You wouldn't be out until six, and then it's already it's dark in an hour. So, but what I mean by that is, I had no sunlight to enjoy. Like I woke up at eight thirty, went to work, and the entire time the sun was out, I was in work. So I get you know what the problem is. I have difficulty enjoying anything in the morning. Yeah, because you're you're crappy bastard. Well, yes, I'm just bad. In the I don't morning. know. I don't know. I don't know what I mean by that. I'm just <laughs> making fun of you. That was just a generic insult. I had no sure. basis behind it. I'll take it. I apologize. Continue. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, and just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing else. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Um, just a thought. But yeah, no, I would agree with the. There's no reason for daylight savings time anymore. It used to be for farming. Yeah. I I don't think it's needed anymore. Yeah, but I think we should keep it. Oh, I mean, I, whatever the opposite is, whatever we had that. Whatever we had is the the natural way yeah which i hate so we like the daylight which adds extra Mm-hmm. right okay. we want to go with that we want to keep it like it is now right right bill i got another basketball game related question for you 
Cool. Do you want to answer it? I will go. I will say uh, three pointers. <laughs> no, it's not three pointers. Let me actually ask you the question, and then you can provide an answer. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Um, so we went. Uh, it was a Wednesday night game, and none of the starters were playing. So it was a pretty empty stadium. Oh. Right, like it, it was crowded, but it wasn't nearly at capacity. So that, and, and it was a double overtime game, so it was longer. So the chances of getting on the jumbotron, pretty high. Oh, yeah. Like there's only seventeen thousand people in that place, and they have people on the jumbotron, jumbotron at every timeout. I didn't get on the jumbotron, but I had a move planned. If I did, my question for <laughs> you is: Should you? And that's not during the kiss cam. You're just. It's just you, and uh, you're with a friend. What is your go-to move if the Jumbotron lands on you? I've thought about this before. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> Somehow I knew you did. <laughs> I've thought about like being terrified. Like I would be terrified to be on the Jumbotron. I think most. <laughs> I think most people's go-to move is just to raise their arms and go woo and point at it. That's yep. the go-to move, right? Yeah. Like that's that's most you people's. You do like um yeah you do you wave your arms in the air. And you you look at the screen. So so you have to be silly, right? It has to be something silly and kind of fun and jovial, right? So I'd probably just do the sprinkler and just look like an an a hole. Yeah, no, I think that would that'd go over really well. But yeah, because I think the crowd would just be like, "Oh, he's so goofy and stupid." Like, yeah, I think yeah, it would just they be. Would, they would forget you in a minute. Yeah, um, but you don't. The mistake everyone makes is they look up at the Jumbotron to see themselves. And then their head's not looking at the camera anymore. Yeah, right. exactly. I think you tried it. My plan was this. Here was my plan. And you tell me how it would have gone over. And I, in my head, it would have gone over a certain way, but it didn't happen. I would have uh, looked at the screen to find where the camera angle was, looked mm-hmm. in that direction, and then looked as angry as possible. <laughs> thought about saying that i thought about saying staring at the camera yes like giving it a really ron swanson angry face just like no i would love it i would love it because it would be such a contrast just like you know (laughs) i think if you did that and you found the camera so you could look right at it i think Mm -hmm. they might come back to you a few times oh and you just keep the face yeah i think they might come back to you like if you if you had a smart director and a good cameraman, I think they would come back to you a couple times to see if you could keep doing the yeah, angry. Yeah, thing. no, no. If you keep the face, the that camera because they have like four or five cameras scanning the crowd, oh, like ton, looking yeah. for people. So that cameraman, if if you keep that face, he's gonna keep on it, and he's gonna hear the the director like switch cameras, and that cameraman is gonna be like, uh, "Sir, he's he's still doing it." <laughs> And they're going to be like, okay, go back to him. And they'll just keep cutting. And that would be great. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I think the crowd would like it, too. The crowd would keep going back. I think if you... If, so that was my plan. That was um, a great plan. It didn't, it didn't come to fruition. Because the best part about it was I was with a 12-year-old who would have been going insane. So next to me would have been a kid jumping <laughs> up and down and going bananas. <laughs> and I would have been staring dead-eyed into the camera. Oh, that's 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 a now that now that's a, I didn't know I had this dream, but that's a, that's a dream of mine now is to <laughs> is to witness that. And I would love like every time like the camera's just slowly zooming in on you, so each time it cuts away and cuts back, you're a little closer. <laughs> Almost like the old. Um, I, I didn't think of this at the time, but now that I think about it, the old Conan O'Brien and Max Weinberg bit. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Max something. Max would just deadpan the camera. Yeah. 
in a yeah so that's that was my plan but it didn't it didn't happen and i really thought it was going to because there was a lot of downtime during the game and not a lot of people and it just didn't uh it didn't work out you know uh we uh played a good uh played a good uh uh audience member game during the timeouts there but uh just didn't uh i don't know uh you know sometimes it's the way it goes you you try your best uh one foot in front of the other and uh you we look forward to the next game at the stadium you need more sniffs you're supposed to be the reporter oh i'm sorry that was that was chuck <laughs> belichick thank, thank you coach no you're supposed to be the press conference person asking me more questions about my oh performance jesus as a crowd member how you many questions one, could there possibly be about this situation <laughs> um was the 12-year-old uh, going crazy next to you, sir? I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen the film. Uh, <laughs> I just know, uh, you know, we, we did what we felt was best as audience members. Uh, you know, he was he, uh, he plays hard. He plays smart. Sometimes you just got to coach better, got to play better, got to uh, sit down better, got to stand up better, got to cheer better, do everything that makes us better audience members, and uh, didn't didn't work out today. Coach, coach, uh, Lorenzo yep. Smith, the Daily Renegade. Sure. Um, what would you say to the people who said that you did not stare effectively enough? I don't know. They're probably the experts, not me. I, uh, I tried to stare as best I could in the direction of the camera, but, uh, I guess the camera didn't, uh, you know, maybe it came to me, maybe it didn't. Can't control the, uh, can't control everything. You only can control what you can control. I don't control the camera. I just, uh, sit in the seat, look angry. We're for the Celtics. That's, uh, that's football. <laughs> Coach uh, Steve Phillips, also the Daily Renegade. We send a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've heard your owner um, wanted to uh, have a new staring guy in because he says you're you're running out of time um, and that you disagreed with that. Um, can you give us a little insight into that conversation and what you think your uh, current staring uh, ability uh, is? We're on to Orlando. Oh, okay. Orlando. Playing Orlando next week. On to Orlando. <laughs> I don't okay, know. I don't make you, those sir. decisions. I just, I just not to Orlando. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty easy to do. It's not a, it's not a hard. It one. is easy. <laughs> what do you think is the best sport? So, wh- let's say that players had to get drunk. Okay. What would be the best sport to watch Baseball. in that context? Baseball. I was gonna. That would be the most dangerous for sure. No, I kind of disagree. You don't think baseball would be the most dangerous sport if everyone was drunk? People are hurling baseballs and bats. Uh, yeah, no, they'd all be dangerous. Um, I think football's already dangerous. You're going to run into people hard no matter what. I think football. So be, I don't. I don't think really. Dr- really, I don't think drunkenness would really change it very much. Because I think you'd have guys stop caring about like I think when when helmet to helmet fields. Yeah, I think there's a lot of like unwritten rules about how not to hurt the other players. Like there's yeah, a lot maybe. of like stuff with like chop blocks and eye gouging and like all the real filthy stuff in football that I think they police pretty well, like between the lines. Sure. I think it's just going to turn into like a Donnybrook and everyone's going to start fist fighting in a second if it was football. <laughs> and then because they have helmets on, they would all break their hands on the other guy's helmets. Right. Like baseball, I think the only danger is the pitcher hitting the batter like in the head. Pitcher hitting the, I mean, he could fling that ball <laughs> anywhere. It might go in the damn crowd. Yeah, and also the not that fast. The, it wouldn't be that And also quick, the though. batter stumbling into a, a pitch and and sliding into people and, and swinging the bat accidentally letting go of it. 
I, but I think it would be, yeah, he, that might happen, but I think the velocity of the pitches and the bat would be so lower than it would usually be. Like, if hmm. a pitcher's hammered, he's not going to throw it 95, he's going to throw it 78, you know? And, like, if the batter's wearing a helmet. That's true. Like, with basketball, those guys are 7 feet tall and they're jumping 10 feet in the air. It seems to me like that's a pretty dangerous one. If you're trying to jump really high and running as fast as you can and you're on hardwood floor, like, like yeah. you know, baseball, it's like the guy in center field is going to be fine. <laughs> every every guy in the outfield is just going to be sitting down by the third inning. Sleeping. <laughs> exactly. Maybe golf. Golf's probably pretty safe drunk. Ooh. Oh, I thought yeah, the most probably. dangerous one. I take I take it back. The most dangerous one. Horse racing? Hockey. hockey. <laughs> You're oh, wearing yeah. knives yeah. on your feet. You're on ice. <laughs> you have, <laughs> it's like... True. Hockey would be insane to... to but your question was which one would I want to watch the most? Um, Is that the original question? I had two questions. Yeah, which one would be the most watchable and which one would be the most dangerous? I think hockey is the most dangerous. Baseball would be a lot of fun because the strikeouts would really be something else. And baseball's so slow that, like, just drunk people standing there, something funny just is going to happen with around. the drunk <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Especially okay. because one of the, 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 the thing that baseball has not cleaned up and has not made an attempt to clean up is how much um, the players uh, adjust themselves. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, After- <laughs> if they're all hammered, there's going to be some pants coming off. <laughs> like, within... <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird thing that we've just accepted as as fans of baseball is just it's just baseball. Guys just grabbing their cr- like just adjusting that cup and all the oh time. They're all they're all really gross. Like people are just spitting and just grabbing David their crotch. Ortiz would hock like the biggest loogie into his hands, rub them together, <laughs> and yep. hold his bat. Yep. Yeah. Uh, baseball would be a disgusting. Uh, that that's it'd be the funniest one, I think. Sometimes they'll show like the shot of the dugout, and I can't help but like look at the ground and be like, "Oh my god, there's like gum and sunflower seeds and like spit just all over that." Yeah, like whoever has to clean that place is like, would you rather be a janitor or or clean the uh, or or clean a dugout? I still think clean the dugout because then you're working and your your job is to work at Fenway Stadium and watch the games. Sure, (laughs) but I see what you're saying. Yeah. But in terms of like sanit, like being sanitary, if you were a germaphobe, like which one would be worse? It's tough. Yeah, there's there's no there's no better thing. Well, <laughs> that's like well, Terry Francona. There's that maybe it's apocryphal, but he would chew tobacco and gum at the same time. Ugh. What? So that's I think I believe maybe I'm I believe it's Terry Francona, but his thing was he would take a big wad of bubble gum and a big wad of chewing tobacco and put them both in his mouth and just cha and like have these like disgusting globs of like tobacco Ugh, gum. Jesus I'll give Christ. all of our, I'll give all of our listeners a minute to throw up in their cars. <laughs> that is disgusting. I I I don't think I'm making that up. I can't remember where I heard that, but it, maybe it's maybe it's like an apocryphal story. But I don't know. Someone's tried it. <laughs> it's happened before. Bill, I have a question. Did no. we start this episode with something in mind to talk about, or are we just bullshitting the whole time? I think we're just bullshitting a lot. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> show's called foolish chuck it's true we don't always have to be structured yeah that's a good thing because uh i'm staring at a blank piece of paper with the number 41 written on it and i can't really remember why 
<laughs> because, okay, I remember what 40, I think you were, I remember mentioning episode 41, athletes were 41. That's right. That's right. And then that was about it. But you yeah. wrote down 41 when I, I said did. it? And I circled it and I put a line next to it and I don't know why. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, and I told you to rank it. Yeah, 89. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, Bill, you you sent me a text yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. Maybe it was the day before. Oh, did I? And you said... Um, where the hell was it? And edit out the silence. How's everyone doing? Where the hell is it? Did you send me a thing? Did you dream this? No, you sent me a thing. I sent you a thing. Maybe Oh, yeah, you said, well, whenever we record again, I want to talk about fucking Space Force. Oh, shit. Space Force. What is Space Force? Do you not know what Space Force is? Um, no. I mean, I, it, it sounds like a Power Ranger thing. Yep. Um, is this something you want to talk? Do you still want to talk about it? We don't have to. We can. I don't know. I, I've kind of, I've kind of softened on it a little bit because as I, as I thought about it, it, it's not as stupid as I thought it was when I first heard it. But Donald it Trump made a speech, oh, and no. he talked about, he talked about wanting to set up an army in space, like a space force. <laughs> And Did initially, I thought that was like. <laughs> I think he said it. He said like, "We have the Air Force. We could get a Space Force." I think <laughs> he literally force. said the word "Space Force." Sure. Um, it's and then, and initially, so all I wanted to talk like I just wanted to, at first I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. I've actually softened on it a little. Yeah. Bit. Uh, the I I don't think I need to go on record about how I feel about uh, the. Yeah, I didn't want to go to like a big political thing, but I heard like Space Force, and I was like, "Well, this sounds dumb." I, of of all the, there's a very short list of things I uh, don't find uh, uh, hateful about him. One of them is that he likes a space. Like of all the, he cut the budgets for all the good agencies. He cut national parks. He cut. Uh, he took us out of the climate accord. He got us out of TPP. The only thing he didn't do that I was like, oh, he at least did that. Is he actually increased NASA's budget by like a million dollars or whatever? Mm-hmm. He's kind of into space. <laughs> Which I is think a, that he is. It's weird because they're all scientists, and they would all uh, tell him everything you're doing is wrong. But yeah, we probably need a space army at some point, right? Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know how that starts. Like, I don't know like how far we have to progress in order to need a space force. But I, I feel like it's to too get, early for a space force. <laughs> well, not not to get too serious, but I think like if a war started with Russia tomorrow. The person, the country that wins the war is the one that takes out the other satellites first, right? Because that's how we I was communicate gonna say, with everything. I was going to say, once I, once I heard about like unknown satellites being launched and stuff like that, I softened a little on the Space Force thing. I was like, okay, I, may, I, I could see a point to this. But at first, it just you just think of like ships oh, it, firing lasers and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, this is well, stupid. It's like guys in space with guns. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly how space works. <laughs> like a guy just sitting in a space station like, oh, no one, no one's here yet. <laughs> like... <laughs> Still alone. Yeah, just just chilling. It is, it, I was thinking about this, because I was listening to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson recently, and um, I was thinking, like, if only fucking the, this big orange idiot, instead of saying I want to build a big wall, 
because I want to build a big thing that people remember me for was like, I want to build a, a big thing on Mars. Why doesn't he just say that? That would be, be such an advancement for humanity. And he'd, it'd be totally with him. He's like, I want to go to Mars. It's going to cost a billion dollars. We're going to pay for it. <laughs> it's like, I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, we probably, that would. It would be a big extravagant thing that we maybe should actually do at some point when we have the technology to do it. Well, that's the thing. Uh, creating the mission would force us to create new technologies, which would progress the species forward. Yes. So now, because it would yield a net positive, he's not going to do it because he's an asshole and an idiot <laughs> and a racist and a xenophobe. And okay. <laughs> the worst, he, he is the worst thing about everything incarnate. Space Force. <laughs> space Force. <laughs> the thing is, he, he does think a Space Force is uh, a tank... With with a jetpack <laughs> on the back of it, <laughs> an astronaut in the top with a minigun, shooting at the moon, <laughs> like, <laughs> a glass astronaut helmet at the top of the tank. Yeah, we, so we should we should uh, couch our positivity of this because we don't want a Donald Trump space force, but a general a militarization of space isn't a bad idea, just not what he's thinking. <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking. All I heard was Space Force, and I kind of oh, was like, not what? Anything. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Space we'll Force. <laughs> we um, need Marines in space. We need Spareens. Spareens. <laughs> we need Space Mace. <laughs> That'll be our best weapon. Oh, what a fucking asshole. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so I'll switch topics completely. Um, sure. So, you tell me How if you want to do this. Oh, it's like a big switch. Like, um, Does it require a break? Nothing requires a break. I'm ready to go. I took my tablets. So, uh, Coach, um, Jerry Sline, from the, uh, also from the Daily Renegade, uh, how would you like to back, bring us back from break? I don't know, we gotta go back by the, uh, we gotta play harder, gotta coach better, gotta uh, see what the uh, game plan dictates, and then uh, make our decisions based on that. Thank you. Welcome back to Foolish. <laughs> um, so, Chuck, YouTube's stupid. Uh, disagree. Okay. The most annoying app on my iPhone is YouTube. I will say that. YouTube's not stupid, but the app on my iPhone is stupid. I'll double down on my disagree, but keep going. Okay. This, the only thing I want from YouTube mm -hmm. is I want to be able to play a clip and exit YouTube and go to like the internet and browse for stuff. Yeah, you gotta YouTube pay. doesn't let you do that. It does if you pay for YouTube Red. YouTube Red. So YouTube Red is their subscription. I pay for this because I want that very thing too. So if you pay for their subscription service, it eliminates all ads and it lets you close YouTube app and let it play. That's $12 a month. <sighs> $12 a month to yeah, do I that. I know it's a lot, but I do it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh my God. Because, you know, I, I listen to a lot of like, um, uh, it's funny. I was talking about Neil deGrasse Tyson earlier. I was listening to a hour and a half long, maybe hour long interview that Stephen Colbert did with Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson like five years ago and I was uh -huh. like oh this is great it's like a podcast uh, so yeah. I, I wanted to listen to it and like turn my phone off 
you know, just have it play the audio and it wouldn't let me. And it's like, if you want to listen to this with the app closed, you'd pay for the thing. I was like, I'll, I'll pay for the thing. So I did. I, I know. So evil. It also, it also eliminates all ads, which is nice. Yeah, but $12 is a, like. It's a lot. It's a strange price for a subscription. It's a lot. It's, it's almost as much as Netflix. <laughs> but I do, I do watch. I, uh, Alex and I watch. Uh, more YouTube than we do TV, almost. Like we never watch. Yeah, me, cable. Oh, me too. We watch Netflix and. The only time I watch TV now is like sports and wrestling. That's it. Yeah, I mean not the wrestling part, but yeah, me too. Just just sport. We never ever ever watch cable. It's always just YouTube. It's like we watch uh, just late night late night clips and cat videos and Jeff John and <laughs> and TV shows on Netflix. Yeah. Cat videos. Cat videos so are good. Is man. your cat is, is your cat mesmerized by those videos? I mean, she was mesmerized by one that I saw. Um, she likes the TV. Like when I'm playing Madden or whatever, she'll just stare at it. But if if um, mm-hmm. the thing is, the TV is so much bigger than her. So I, uh, what we're talking about is there are YouTube videos that are an hour long, where people will just put a really nice camera down on a on a bench in a park and put some like sunflower seeds on it. And record like right. squirrels and other birds coming up to it, and the idea is that cats will watch it, thinking that it's like prey. Um, and so you see some YouTube videos of cats reacting to that, like trying to swipe at the TV and stuff. Um, but my TV's big and she's small, so she just st- <laughs> she does stare at the videos and she under she recognizes that squirrels and birds are things she should eat. But on the screen, they're three times bigger than her. <laughs> I was gonna say. So it would just, be impossible. She just stares at it and just gets mesmerized and she'll occasionally like get close to the TV, but for the most part she stands like six feet away and just and just gets mesmerized for like a, a good long while. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a fun thing. And then like that has that was her first that that broke the seal on her watching TV and now she'll stare at it if anything's going on sometimes. I um like I think she likes Madden because all the players are kind of tiny and she likes seeing them dart across the screen and stuff. Huh? You know? Did she chase them? No, but like her with her head or with her eyes, she'll go back and forth. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. But that's the one video game. I noticed that when I'm playing Madden, she's next to me, just staring at the TV. She also loves football. She's a big fan of the four six defense. She's big into the eighties. <laughs> Did you create her on Madden yet? <laughs> oh, I should. Oh, what position should she play? Scratch Bananas would be a, I mean. You're my bruising running back. Should I give you my roster and then you can fill it in maybe? I was going to say my, well, it, it's, I guess my my first thought was wide receiver running back because cats have like good lateral quickness and stuff like that. See, I thought cornerback. Corner, yeah, corner two. Oh yeah, because they they go after the ball. Like yeah, a slot cornerback, like a like a nickel corner, like a like a yeah, like a like a five ten nimble, like ninety nine agility, ninety nine speed. Probably not a good tackler, but like someone to match up with Brandon Cooks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Throw the ball, just chase it. Yeah, <laughs> throw the ball, just chase it. She does play fetch. <laughs> Well, oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. I, I swung. I remember swinging the thing around and having a lot of fun with that. But yeah, uh, and now remember I, when you I, what the hell do you call that thing? It's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a toy on a stick on a rope. 
I was gonna say it's like a it's like a cat fishing pole. I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> this has been Cat Talk with Bill and Chuck. I'm Chuck. I'm Scott. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Meow. I, I have to think. Of, oh, ooh, claws out, kitty. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Chuck is a tree. Used to be a cat. I. You know what? I'm I'm glad you asked because. I've never like actually addressed it publicly and you know what you got to do with these kind of rumors. You just typically I'm like, I just let these rumors go by because the media is going to say what the media is going to say. I'm not a, like a people will so forget if, about it. Eventually. If I say I'm not a cat and they're just going to say like, Oh, why is he defending it? You know, why is he, why is he taking the time out of his day to say he's not a cat? If I just let it go, then they're going to say what they're going to say. But you know what? We're on the record. You're a hard hitting journalist. You work for the, the Reagan Regional, whatever you said the name of that place was. The Renegade? Daily Renegade. Daily Renegade, and I appreciate it. It's a great Every day paper. we talk about a new Renegade. Yeah. Uh, you Renegade's a funk? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's um, it. Uh, but let me say on the record, for the first time, for the last time, I am not a cat. Ow. Hmm. <laughs> I'll let the viewers decide. Sure. I'm mice. Kid Capo. I love mice. I get all the mice. <laughs> <laughs> that was your that was your way of indicating that you're a cat is just to say I love mice. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I love mice. <laughs> is your favorite song Mice Mice Baby? No. Oh, don't look at me like that. <laughs> Bill, why don't you get to our next segment? Alright, so um People got mad at you, Chuck. Who did? People were people were very uh, my mom, <laughs> my mom, and and uh, a friend of ours that we know, Jess. They were I, mad. I remember. I know what you're talking about now, and I'm ready to defend myself Be- for real this time because we pl- we played one second songs. Mm-hmm. It was a new game. Yep. And you did very well. You got nine out of ten. Pretty good. Pretty good. Not a lot of people get yelled at for getting A minuses. The one that you didn't get was <laughs> the one that you didn't get was uh was Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Do you have that queued up? I do. Can you play that? Okay. So that is obviously the beginning of the uh, famous breakdown of Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, but it goes it that was those it's a one piano chord that goes blah 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 blah. It happens a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, that clip. Is just three piano chords. That's such a small. That could be anything. That could be. Uh, <laughs> they really thought you should have got it. <laughs> it's not like um. What else? Was the, the like um. It's not like no satisfaction where it hits that guitar note. That's like dang dang or like yeah. the Taylor Swift where it's got the drum beat going. You can hear it and the uh and even. <laughs> Yeah, the mm-mm, that's a big part of the chorus. This Queen song is just the same chord three times. It's just bop, bop, bop. And that's all it, that's, I, yeah, I, is it twice or three times? I did it three times. Yeah, that's, I think, I'm, I'm, I don't think it was such a big, uh, uh, it wasn't such an egregious error. Yeah, I should have gotten it, sure, but I, I just missed that one. <laughs> like, if you had played You're any other a lot part of, of the song. I would have gotten it, but it was just the, the I just I just missed that one. 
Yeah, it's okay. I think it's okay. Listen, uh, I try to listen to a lot of songs, and uh, sometimes you know you hear a part of a song you don't know, and you try to prepare for every try to prepare for every part of a song that you're going to see on the on the football field. But yeah, we missed that one. Coach uh, Bill's mom, the Daily Renegade. Yep. Um, how are you going to apologize to me? <laughs> uh, we're going to see. Um, you don't know, talk to medical staff. You know, it's not a decision I make. The uh, trainers make that one. I just I just tell the guys what to do on the football field. <laughs> Coach, this song has been probable with a right shoulder for the past three years. Um, do you think you're fudging the injury report a little bit there? Uh, I'm not a doctor. I, you, the injury report's on the field. You know, the injury report's got to do the air. Can someone restart, Coach? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so um, I have got... Another 10 songs. Oh, boy. And um, this is one, another round of one-second songs. Hit that theme. And it's one-second songs, and we don't get along because Bill's mom's mad at me. Bomb. It's one-second songs, and we're having fun, and the game's gonna be gone. One-second songs. The game's gonna be gun? <laughs> Did you say the game's gonna be gun? <laughs> The fuck does that mean? <laughs> One second songs is brought to you by Clocks. Clocks, they have seconds. Ooh, Clocks and Glocks. All right. Anyway, but so uh, I go ahead. I think I um. So the first round was way too easy, in my opinion. I think you would probably agree with that. Uh, yes, I got them all almost immediately. Uh, yeah. In fact, I've the- gone the other end of the spectrum. Oh no. I think this one might be way too hard, <laughs> but well, I'm curious. I prepared Mozart's fourth concerto in D minor as played on the oboe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Erase that one. All right. I, I got to find a new one. Uh, the, this next um, track is tambourine screaming. <laughs> it's just a guy, Bob, who recorded himself screaming and hitting a tambourine at the same time for seven minutes. <laughs> That's Tambourine <laughs> Screaming by Bob. <laughs> by Bob. <laughs> so, no, these are all huge hits, Chuck. Up I've next, up next we the- have the choked sound of a lawnmower that won't start all the way and an angry dad who can't, who feels inadequate because he can't get his property to work. Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> that was a big hit in the 50s. I don't think a lawnmower existed in the 50s, but anyway... Um, yeah, this will be the third uh, track on Bing Crosby's first album. <laughs> no, so, uh, so these are all the- hits. I just took the one second and put them in more uh, stranger spots. Are they hits on par with the first ten? Because the first ten are like certified platinum, huge songs of the year style hits. I think they are. Okay, we had like no satisfaction, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Smells like King Spirit. Yeah, these are all like, these are all like top ten songs for the year they came out, in my right. opinion. Bill, I'm ready to go. And are we giving me seven seconds, five seconds? How many how many seconds do I have? Um, I think seven seconds is pretty good. I think okay. we'll say like seven seconds, and you you can listen to it like uh like you can ask to hear it again once, and then after that we're considering it wrong. All right, I'm ready to go. Okay. Here is 
the first one. I'd like to hear that one again. I got nothing. I have no idea. Oh, wow. Okay. I made it hard. Uh, all right. Let me play the whole clip. Cranberries. I thought it was the cranberries. Yeah. Zombie. You should have guessed it. Yeah. I, I just wasn't sure. Okay. So now. All right. I'm going to. Uh, cran. That's a miss. All right. Oh, my mom just waved at me on Facebook for some reason. Anyway. Should I wave back? All right. I'm over for one. Back. Okay. Oh, for one. Uh, here is. Do you want me to make you feel better with what I think is probably the easiest one, or do you want me to save the easiest one? I just want you to do whatever you think is best. Aw, that's sweet. Okay. Uh, here is the next one. Special. Uh, Radiohead. Uh, uh, you know the the creep. Yes. <laughs> I think of the name the of the song. I was going to be so mad if I didn't get oh, I, that one. Oh, I know the creep. <laughs> Me and the creep go way back. <laughs> All right, here is number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Wow. All yeah. right. All right. You're I doing saw them pretty play good. Live once. You saw The Verve live? Yeah, they opened for Coldplay. They have like two hits, don't they? No, just the one. Don't they have Wonderwall? Oh no! Oh, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of Oasis. Motherfucker! Oasis is a great band. The Verve just had that one song. All right. Can we hear the whole clip? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's not whole clip. Nope, I don't have a whole clip. Nope. You can't hear it. I'm two and one. (laughs) Two and one. All right. Here is the uh, next one. You think you got it? Oh, you think you got it, Outcast? Uh, hey, ah, uh. yes, you got it. Three and one, okay, baby. Three and one. Maybe I didn't make this hard enough. All right, next one. Uh, Living La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Nice, nailed it. All right, four and one. Oh yeah, shit. I just want to point out shit. right now, I am thirteen and two. I am like a great football team <laughs> at this moment. If we go for the whole. Uh, scope of of my uh, career as a music song guesser, a music song guesser, not just a song guesser, a music song guesser. It's a great, it's a great career. I don't I'm know if ready. that's a bachelor's or an associate's <laughs> or a master's. Next, uh, uh, MIA. Um, oh, the fucking name of the song. The one MIA song. Yeah, I, 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 uh all I want to do is boop, 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 boop. And hey, yeah, I'm willing to give a, it. I don't know the name. I can't tell you the name of the song. You know it. You know it. I, I'm willing to give it to you because you know it. I'm, you obviously know it. Uh, it's Paper Planes. <sighs> I'm not giving that to me. I didn't get the song right. Boom, 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 boom. No, that's a wrong. That's a wrong. I didn't get the name of the song. Okay. All right. The Fair game well. is the game is guess the song, and I could not guess the song. Four and okay. two. Okay. All right, next. Um, wait, you're four and two? Yeah. Yeah, that was song I think six. You're five, I think you're five and two. No, that was song six. I've got one, two, three. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Jesus, I should, I should learn my own game. Anyway. I'm writing these down. Next one. It's a mar- sabotage, Beastie Boys. Okay. Yeah, that was the easy one. That was the easy one. Yes. Okay. Um... 
All right, here's number eight. Uh, Blur, song number two. Yep, you got it. Six and two, baby. That's not bad. It's not bad. All right. Next one, number nine. Uh, White Stripes, uh, Seven Nation Army. Yep, you got it. I wasn't sure what White Stripes song it was because they all sound exactly the same. They do. That's not a bad thing. I love the White Stripes. <laughs> all right, here's the the last one. All right, you're seven and two. Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Yes, you got it. Eight and Eight two. And two. Not bad. Damn it. I got to make it even harder. That Cranberries one was tough. That was the hardest. That was tough. Everything else is pretty. I didn't do the beginnings this time, though. I, I tried to go more in the middle of the songs. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, but hey, I, I got one worse. You did do one worse, kind mm-hmm. of. You knew the artist. Um, it's a weird balance with these. With this. I'm trying to find it. But good job, Chuck. Thank I'm you. impressed. As you should be. All right, and that has been uh, One Second Songs. Can we hear that theme again? It's One Second Songs, and don't get it wrong, it's One Second Songs. Perfect. <laughs> so, Chuck, do That's... we want to um, do we want to do another theme? Drop that track. Now's the part of the show where Bill and Chuck will tell you that Could be places or people with mutant faces. Three fine things. They're not great, but they are not things that we hate them. Three fine things. And no more, there won't be six or five or four, just three So, yeah, I was remiss yesterday. I'm yesterday. The last episode, (laughs) I didn't say a thing after the theme. So I got to say two now to make. Oh, uh, do you have have to? I think I'm bound by some sort of law. Yeah. So I will say to everyone, hey, if you like basketball stats from retired players, especially Yao Ming's. And if you like clothes out of the dryer and the way it clings, here's some other stuff. It's refined things. Your, your cadence was a little off there, but uh, it's okay. I'll give it to you. <laughs> here's some other stuff. <laughs> anyway, that's the that's the part with notes in it. So three fine things. Three fine things. Who's going first here? Uh, shit. I don't remember who went first last time. Chuck, uh, let's coach. Let's go to the coin flip. <laughs> Okay, sure. Heads. And it is heads. You go first. Sure. Um my first I had a very is, silent coin that I flipped. Yeah. This has been a thing for a while, but it's still a, a what I consider to be a miracle of technology. And oh. that is um the the ability to deposit checks from your phone to your bank account. Ah, that's a good one. It is insane that I could take a, take a picture with my phone of a check. I, I know it's because I got my tax return back the other day, and I had to take a picture oh. of, of my, uh, my my tax statement, uh, tax check. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's bananas. That shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad yeah, it, it scares is. me a little bit. It does seem like this is a easy thing to fake. Like there's no, there's no check. Yeah, just take two pictures of the check. Just take it again. <laughs> um, but it's great. I hate going to the bank. I haven't been in a bank in a long time because of things like mobile deposit and ATMs that you can deposit cash into. Um, right. So yeah, mobile deposit's my first fine thing. I don't have much to say about it. Yeah, it's crazy technology. Like I thought the technology where like when the ATMs you could just put the checking the ATM and it would do it is, that was, was awesome. And yeah, that, that was the first yeah, step. Yeah, they took it to the next level with the phone. I'm like, this can't be fucking true. Like, someone's going to exploit this somehow and, like, Photoshop pictures or something. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. You would think you could just Photoshop a, a, a check and just keep doing it a million times. Yeah, just change, like, the check number on it and... I mean, I don't know how check forging works and I'm kind of proud of that, but... <laughs> if you're you don't good. know? You, you haven't? You didn't take check forging class? No, I missed that one. It was just um, every day I would go into check forging class, and they would just um, show me that "Catch Me If You Can" movie. Sure. And that was the class. And now you're a felon. And the teacher was, uh, yeah, would just drink. Yeah, <laughs> it was not a good class. Bill, <laughs> it was very depressing. My first fine thing. <laughs> Thanks for cutting that off. I was floundering um much like the little mermaid anyway so my first fine thing <laughs> no, is... hold on shut up <laughs> oh we can't oh we're coming back to i something. want everyone to take a breath <laughs> and let's just think about what bill uh, bill what did you just say i don't remember no i think you do <laughs> um i think i said i was floundering much like the little mermaid You see, because there's a fish in that movie, and um, his name is uh, is Flounder. Yep. Last name Ing. They never said his last name, but it's Ing. Flounder Ing, like Chandler Bing in Friends. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> My first fine thing, yep. <laughs> Floundering, Chandler Bing, is... Oh, man, I could use those on my next ones. Anyway, um, so my first fine thing is a pretty cool app. Um, this one isn't too foolish, but I think it's cool. I think you'll actually really enjoy this. Sure. And you've probably already heard of it. It's an app called SafeTrack. Okay. What does that do? Have you have you heard of it? No. Okay. You haven't heard of it. You heard about this? <laughs> um, so this is an app mostly for, for women. It doesn't necessarily have to be for women, but it is an app that you... All it is is a button. And mm-hmm. it, like it's a button that's on the screen of your phone. And if you're feeling scared, you open this app and you just put your finger on this button. Yeah. And then once you feel safe, you could just release the button and enter like a four-digit pin. Basically, it's for like lady, like if a, if a lady's riding in a in a Lyft or an Uber and they don't feel safe with the driver, right? They can open this app, hold the button, and let's say something did happen to her. Um, they would release the button, they wouldn't enter a PIN number, and, like, local police would be alerted to that location. Oh, I so it's it's almost like a pin and a grenade type of situation. Kinda, yeah. Where it's like, okay, I, uh, my hands are in my pockets, and there's a guy, um, like, I'm sure this is a pretty rare scenario, I bet it barely ever happens, but there's, like, a guy, uh, yelling at a lady on a street. 
She's just trying to sure. mind her own business, and some douchebag is yelling things at her. Again, right. probably never happens. Um, because I mean, this is America, man. Women don't get People harassed yell? anymore. People yell. <laughs> People yell. We can't yell anymore. Oh, what? oh boy! They gave me the the power to yell. I gotta use it. I gotta listen. Uh, I know it's me too. Maybe it should be them too, because you know who's not included in me too? Me, the middle class <laughs> white man. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just going to quote, pull, pull quote on that. <laughs> Please don't make that a singular <laughs> drop. <laughs> it's going to be the quote on the description of this episode. Yeah. Chuck gets mad about being white. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, uh, like, say your hands were in your pocket, you could hold the button down. And then as soon as that yep. button is released, that's like the pin getting out of the grenade. And unless you put the pin in, it calls the cops or the equivalent. Right. I love yes. it. That's great. Yep. It's a um, it's a great idea. Um it does you do have to like subscribe to it. It's like two ninety nine sure. a month because they gotta make some money somehow, but um it's a cool service. There are some like I can <laughs> I can see some built in problems, like what if your phone freezes? <laughs> yeah. But even if there are those problems, um if even one person is more safe because of it, small price to pay. I think that's great. There should be more things like that. Yeah, and, and so local authorities, like, are alerted, but they also, like, try to text and call you to see, like, if you answer and But if you don't have that pin, it's almost like when you're, like, if you have, like, a home, not that I do, but if you have, like, a home security thing and it goes off and you got to put the thing in. Right. Like an ADT. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Yeah. That's pretty smart. That's a good, uh, that's a good app. Now, the problem, yeah. the, the only problem with it is um, you have to, do you have to open that, like, how do you open the app from a, a state of danger? I think it's like initially, like yeah, you kind of do have to. Your phone has to. I be, mean, you have to it, be like logged into your phone. Yeah, like it's it's not like if I punched you in the face, you could you could while you're being attacked open up the app. I think it's like if if you're sensing something's off, like about a person, and they because it's very rare someone's just going to like jump out at you immediately. But right. like if 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 someone got in a car with someone and the guy felt really sketchy, mm-hmm. they would uh. You could pull the app out and do no, stuff. That's, that's a pretty cool little thing. All right, that's a fine little thing. That's a fine. It's a fine good thing. It's a good thing. It's a great thing. It's pretty thing. good things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two for you. Um, I think I'm gonna keep with the theme, and I'm also going to suggest an app. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not. I. I'm not fooling myself. I know that I'm not learning Spanish. Sis foolish. Did you hear my sentence? Because you didn't react to it. <laughs> you, you said you mentioned Spanish. I know that I'm not learning Spanish. <laughs> yeah, which which has me very curious. But there is an app. Yeah, called, are you watching Dora the Explorer? <laughs> there is an app called Duolingo. Oh yes, yes. Duolingo, D-U-O-L-I-N-G-O, and it's not going to teach me Spanish, but um, what it is going to do is help me understand it a little bit better. And I just, it's uh, learning another language is always something I, uh, it's always something I've been fascinated with. People who can speak two languages are um, exceptionally talented to me. Yeah, they're wizards. It's so, it's, pardon the pun, it's a very foreign thing to me to be able to speak two languages. So I just play this app. Uh, 
once a day for 10 minutes and it slowly le- I've been doing it for like, uh, like a month now and it's very 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 slowly levels you up but there are so many levels to do and it's uh it's very free uh, very free <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's even more zero dollars than you <laughs> it's free but it um it shows you some ads but it's not like exploitative like playing a mobile game where it's like ad 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 ad, ad. Yeah. um yeah. it just and it does a very good job of like um uh, reinforcing the lessons you learn. So I am actually learning things about the um, the Spanish language that uh, I feel like if I keep this up for a year and a half, I would be able to not speak Spanish fluently by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but get by a little bit um, in like a very, very... Uh, uh, rudimentary way and i it's it's just kind of cool to it's it's like a thing i like doing i i've never i've never found a there are no good mobile games can we all agree that there are no good mobile games <laughs> yeah there are good wastes of time not necessarily great mobile games though this this is like it's not a game but it is the best it's the best like, like it, they they present it as if it were a game and it's the best one i found huh because I actually Good. feel rewarded, and I'm like, I feel like I actually am leveling up, and you have to like maintain the bars that you have to fill up, and yeah, it's just a cool little thing. I recommend it. It's free, and they have like a billion languages. I had it once, and I used it for like two days, and I stopped. You got to keep it once. Once you get to like a couple of weeks, you start seeing the, um, you know, that addictive pull that RPGs have to just fill the bars up and get to the next bar that unlocks. Yeah. Once you, it, it takes a little bit to get there, but once it does, it's like, oh yeah, I kind of want to want to keep my character leveled up for the best thing. It it, it does. So I forget. Does it does it make you say it back? Is that part of the scoring? That's part of it, but I often do it when I'm at work. So you can also opt to not speak right now and just type it. Right. Okay. They have a bunch of different kind of ways. So that's the one problem with the way I do it is I'm never going to be able to speak it, but I'll be able to read it and write it. Hopefully, <laughs> right in ten years. <laughs> I, I hope to walk in your apartment one day and have you be watching Telemundo and just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would hope to be able to do that, too. <laughs> Every so often, like, I feel like we've heard enough Spanish words in our time that um, I'll stumble onto somewhere that's playing Telemundo. And if I pick out, like, one word, I feel like I've had yeah. success at it. Like, mm-hmm. if I hear them say, like, caliente, I'm like, oh, sweet, something's hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's hot. <laughs> It, I, I will tell you though, like, um, I am definitely progressing in a very small way. Like, they, they build the lessons up in such a way that, like, oh, now I know how to say, uh, woman and man and apple. And I can see <laughs> my progress going very slowly because they do, like, they, they slowly reinforce words. They say, oh, this is what you're bad at. Let's work on this again. It's, it's just a very well structured, like, the designers of the app did a very good job at, at making these lessons build upon one another and, building a repetition in such a way that works really well. It's a good app. What's the most obscure word that you know? No, no, there's no obscure one. They're all the they're all it's like all basic stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's all it's very it'd be like um it'd be like elephant, but the problem is like the Spanish for elephant is elefante. <laughs> ah. But it's all like very like just dinner and lunch and like where is the newspaper? Like very, <laughs> <laughs> they're always looking for newspapers. <laughs> they can't find them. Um, 
that was a that was a bit that I've I, I saw once. Um, I I don't remember where I saw it, but it was a person acting out the scenarios that are said on like language learning tapes. Like, where oh. is the bathroom? And <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and please show me the food or something like that. Like just weird scenarios. Um, I think I've said it before on this podcast, but my favorite Spanish word is the word for bicycle. Bicicleta. Yeah. Sure. It's such a, good a fun one. word to say. I don't know if you said it on the podcast, but uh, bicicleta. Sure, Bill. What's your second fine thing? I thought you were going to say what's my second favorite Spanish word. I was going to say I have no idea. Um, my second fine thing is uh, a thing that I think we both like. Um, I like it. I think a lot more than, than you. And this is one of those things that, like, um, once a year, I will for a couple weeks just watch this hardcore and just not stop and then a a year later I'll come back and watch it again hardcore whose line is it anyway sure I will watch like at at least for a couple weeks a year I will be like hardcore into watching old clips of whose line is it anyway on YouTube and just watch it like crazy or have it on the background while I'm doing stuff do you do you think are you uh are you exaggerating when you say once a year? Is it really that frequently? Yeah, I think like yeah, once a year I'll I'll like I'll fall into like some YouTube hole where I stumble onto a Who's Line clip and then I'm like, "Oh, I I, I got to watch all these again. I got to And and they do still put out some new episodes, so sometimes I stumble onto those. So, let's 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 do a very quick a very quick uh six-person selection, not official, but like a draft. Let's let's draft a Who's Line team. Real quick. Okay. Okay. I'll, gi- I'll give you the first pick. Okay, cool. I mean, we kn- we know what number one and number two are going to be. I don't know about that. Okay. Um. So, okay. So, for number six, no, I will you're say... taking number one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You go first. No, no. I mean, it's not the official list, but we work backwards. It's like an NFL draft where you take the, the best player first. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'll take number one. Uh, so, I would say Ryan Stiles. Yep, Brian Styles, I think, is number one. Number two, I, I'm going to go off. Ooh, I, I, you're gonna... I'm, I'm going to surprise you here. Oh, no. Yeah, I I think in, in the calm light of day, in retrospect, the number two, I think, has to be Wayne Brady. Ooh, I knew you were going to go Wayne Brady. Uh, no, well, I think your, uh, Wayne's next great. Is, your next guy is obvious, but I don't. I think Wayne Brady might be number one, to be honest. Wow. See, I, I'm not. A, I'm not like. Um, he does a lot of. Uh, he's funny. He's he's even gotten funnier as as the show's going on. Like the new episodes, he's a lot more crass than he used to be. Mm-hmm. So he's he's gotten way wait less. A minute, like, wait a minute. Wait give a, a shit. new episodes. Yeah, there are new episodes. Do they have Ryan Styles? Yeah, it's Ryan Styles, Colin, Wayne, and uh, Drew Carey's not the host. It's Aisha Tyler. I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you why I took Wayne Brady though. He he has the most pure, like, talent. He is like the, uh, I'm taking the big arm quarterback. I'm taking the guy that can, like, he he has the most uh, potential. Yeah, he's funny, he can sing, he's athletic, all that stuff. He can do the most. Yes. But you go ahead and take Colin, Colin Mockery third. Yep, Colin Mockery's <laughs> third. He's so... He's so like random and inappropriate and just strange. Um, 
See now, your team's already won because you have the pair of Colin and Ryan, which are. I was gonna. I was gonna say, yeah. I, I Colin and Ryan together are also like. It's pretty good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna snag. Um, I'm gonna go to Greg. Yeah, Perks. I was gonna say four, five, and six are gonna be. Yeah, it's just gonna be. Proops is pretty characters. good, man. Proops is good. Proops is pretty Proops good. Is f- He's been He's doing a it a long time. He's a veteran. He was doing that show forever. Was he on the English version? Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, he goes back, and uh, he's a uh, he's he's got a dry wit. Yeah, I think him and Ryan came up together. So yeah, I just realized if people don't know, do you think there's anyone on here who doesn't know what whose line is? Uh, fuck him. <laughs> All right, fuck him. <laughs> uh, whose line is it anyway? Is a short form improvisational improvisational show that you should watch on YouTube. Yes, it's very funny. Um. Number five, I will probably go, I'll say, oh boy, I'll say Jeff Davis. Jeff Davis is a good pick. Now, Bill, here's where I'm going to win it. You know why? Because my scouting department is way better than yours. I I invest in scouts. I invest in advanced metrics. I've seen every game. I've seen every downplayed. You taking Robin Williams? I'm taking Robin Williams. I knew it. Who is a whose line is it anyway? Who was on one episode? <laughs> one episode. <laughs> I've got Wayne Brady, Greg Proops, and Robin Williams in the third round. My team is going to be bouncing off the walls. And if you need us to do an eleven-hour show, we can do it because <laughs> we have the the high energy team. <laughs> Robin Williams being on that show was a legitimate shock. When I, I was like, "Holy of fuck!" Course. Is that Robin? He had blonde hair. And it was really it. weird. Yeah. And he, yeah. Oh yeah, he absolutely killed it. And he was actually like entertained too. Like that would seem that would seem like something that's too big for him. It was just so weird to I, see him on there and actually. I, I like think he made it. that joke. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. One of the jokes was like, "I yeah, what Robin Williams is thinking right now?" And he was like, "I have a career. What the hell am I doing here?" <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, whose line is is fantastic. I I've laughed so much because of that show, and I think taken a lot of humor that I have today because of that show. I haven't. Uh, so Ryan Stiles, if we can talk about him for a second. He's obviously the number one pick. I mean, I I, yeah. I kind of half tongue in cheek said Wayne Brady, but Ryan Stiles is he, he's a genius. He was awesome. He doesn't get the, and he's a very he uh, strange guy too. He's super private. Like you don't see him on much other things. He was on like Two and a Half Men as a bit character. Mm-hmm. But besides that, Carey he's show. like a. And he was on the Drew Carey show. Yep. Um, but besides that, he's like a super private guy. Aisha Tyler actually has, I don't think she does anymore, but she had a podcast called Girl on Guy. And Ryan Stiles was one of her guests. And I had to like pay to get the episode, but I was willing to just because I don't hear Ryan Stiles get interviewed by anyone. I've never heard him in an interview. And he's no. like a super weird guy. He, he won't like, he doesn't like climbing stairs or going on the elevator, so he won't go to auditions if the floor is too high on the building. Like he's like his agent's like, I'm not even gonna book it. It's on the thirteenth floor, he's never gonna go. One of my um I've read a, a couple like books and stuff uh, by people who are in the comedy community that I like, like that LA U C B long form improv community. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like Matt Matt Besser, especially, who's a very funny uh gentleman. Um they have like a a weird axe to grind against short form short form improv. Where they're like, this isn't real comedy, man. They're not yeah. really improvising. It's like, dude, fuck you. It's funny. It's like, who cares at a certain point? It's it's good, like, uh, I feel weird saying it's like good, clean comedy, but they don't do anything, like, 
there's no like, oh, this was a really racist thing they did that one time. It's like there, it's just good. It's it's legitimately funny. They're really talented people, and I don't get yeah, like they, there's they a certain amount like of they're like comparing. They're comparing like an Oscar movie to like Fast and the Furious or something. That that's kind of how they treat it as if it's this lesser like form. And I think that's bullshit. I think it's completely bullshit. It's almost like um. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. It's like if if I was ever gonna say like if I was gonna talk about Carrot Top, I would be like, well, that's not really comedy. But it's funny yeah. to some people. But hey, he's he's a successful guy. He has billions of dollars. Um, but like, whose line is is? What else do you need? Robin Williams thought it was great. Then you can shut the hell up. If <laughs> and it yeah. is, it's really, really. There are moments on that show that are insanely funny. Yes, it's a, if it's you. A, it, I would say watch watch the if, if I had to recommend a clip to you, I ooh. would recommend pretty much any scenes from a hat, or I would say watch the um search Richard Simmons whose line. Mm-hmm. And Wait, there was a it? Yes, Richard Simmons was a he wasn't he wasn't a cast member, he was a guest. He was a, yeah. a celebrity guest. And they did a version of uh Living Scenery, which is where Richard Simmons was a prop. And so he was like a statue, and then to move him around, they had, or they would say like, "Oh, I got to climb that tree," and Richard Simmons would be the tree, or "I'm going to sit in this chair," and Richard mm-hmm. Simmons would be the chair. Right. Um, and Richard Simmons was very flamboyant at this time, and he made sure, sure that you knew it, and it was it was <laughs> hilarious. It I was also very liked, very funny. I liked the game a bunch where it was always uh, I think it was Ryan and Colin who where Ryan would put his hands behind his back and Colin would be his arms. Yes. Which is such a dumb, like, I get, like, it's a simple, dumb thing, but hey, it's funny. It's good, you know? Yeah, and a fun game to play with your friends is uh, questions only, where you have to talk just in questions. Uh, what do you mean Which by is that? really hard to do. Didn't you hear me? Uh, damn it. <laughs> it's, it's really hard, actually. You have to get into, like, a certain mode. you got to get into that zone. Yeah, that is a good one. Chuck, do you want to do it again? That was my microphone falling down. Sorry about that. Oh, okay, that's a no. <laughs> um, all right, so you're, uh, we'll have to play that sometime. Uh, yes, your third fine that. thing. My third fine thing. Okay. Um, should I, Okay, so I have two different ways I can go. Should I let you, uh, I'll let you pick. Um, no, I'm not going to let you pick. Shut up, Bill. You don't get to pick everything Damn. on the show. I get to pick some things. <laughs> And I'm going to go with, it's a little bit of a self, uh, it's like a, it's it's a me-focused thing, but I want to do it. I, oh, earlier, of course it is. Earlier this week, because I didn't have power um, on Friday and Saturday, and I was just listening to podcasts in the dark with my cat, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I was stuck listening to only um, shows I had downloaded on my phone, because I didn't want right. to spend, uh, and one of them happened to be an episode of uh, this podcast, which is a podcast called Foolish the Podcast. Um, oh, and, and one of my fine things was that I started yoga. Yes. Um, and at the time, I, I said, um, no one has ever done anything as poorly as I have done yoga. Right. Which is, like, I'm still really bad at it. Mm-hmm. But I can do something, which I've never been able to do in my life. And that includes taking, like, seven years as a, as a tiny child, like, children are bendy and flexible. I got almost to my black belt. Wait, you spent I was seven 13. years as a tiny child? No, I spent seven years in taekwondo, or even more than that. I got to my black oh. belt by the time I was like thirteen years old. You know, like not real black belt, not like actually I can beat somebody up, but just in kid classes. But there's something I could never do. Even then, I've always I've always been very inflexible. Now I can do a thing, Bill. That I've never been able to do, and that is you're good. 
uh, standing up and touch uh, for, uh, uh, and touch my toes if, uh, with my legs together and keeping my knees all the way straight. Without bending your knees. Wow. I've never been able to do it in my, not like as I've gotten old and fat, in my life I've never been able to do that, and now I can do it. <laughs> That's great. All, I haven't I haven't practiced extra. The only thing I've done is gone to yoga once a week. Wow. I don't like I don't watch videos at home, uh, but I can do that now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still weigh six pounds more than I did back then, so it's not working that much. But I can <laughs> touch <laughs> my toes. <laughs> don't worry, I'm I'm right there with you. <laughs> um, how long is the yoga session that you go to? Is it an hour? It's an hour and fifteen minutes. Wow, yeah, and it's the it's 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 like my favorite part of the week. It's really hard when you're the it's, it's, uh, yeah. It's 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 she she our, our lady Deb. She works you pretty good, and there's some tough poses. But the best part about yoga, I didn't know this was a part of yoga until I started taking classes. The last fifteen minutes is a pose um, called savasana, which is literally laying on your back with your eyes closed for ten minutes. <laughs> And I fall asleep every time. <laughs> so is that like sleeping in Japanese or something? It's supposed to be like a cool down meditative um, yeah. pose where like, okay, you're just like taking in all the hard work you just did and you're breathing and you're just kind of enjoying the, oh, you're finally not working really hard. And what happens yep. to me is I fall asleep in a minute. <laughs> I was just going to say, do you hear people snoring? So I take the class with Alex, my fiance, most weeks, and she's always like, yeah, you were you were snoring a little bit. Not a lot. No, I don't think anybody heard you, but you were snoring a little bit. I'm the person that's snoring <laughs> in the class at the end. <laughs> that's great. Yep. But I hey How many I, people I, are in the class? Huh? How many people? It varies between like six and twelve. It depends on the, the week. Okay. Not that many. Okay. You're welcome to yeah. come. You have an open <laughs> invite to yoga. Oh goody gumdrop. <laughs> But that's it. That's my I can touch my toes. God damn it! And I'm happy. It makes me proud. All right. Sweet. I look forward. I look forward to your next one where you can say you tight your shoes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. My last one mm. is going to be. Um, this is a, a sense of relief. I feel in a situation that I I often put myself in. Um, it is when I hit the note. So sometimes I will be doing a song at karaoke, and it's a bit of an iffy song. I'm okay. and there's one part in the song where it might have a, a tough part to hit. Sure. And there's a little bit of tension when I realize that 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 note is coming. Um, like for instance, me and you have done "Under Pressure" together. It's a tough one. And for you. there's that part where it's like, what? Like, like where it gets really high pitched. Yeah, no, and you don't I get. I get nervous. <laughs> I get nervous before doing that note, and whenever I hit it, I'm like, "Sweet, I nailed it," <laughs> or at least made it tolerable. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's an accomplishment of, um, a, of a sense. Have you ever had to like? Uh, have you ever had to like sing a song where you you tested your vocal chords, kind of, or your your range? I, I try to stay out of that situation as much as I can, but we did karaoke together maybe two weeks ago, and I sang "Free Fall" by Tom Petty. Oh yeah, and I, yeah, I didn't yeah. think I could do the chorus, the "and I'm free," but it's at a different yeah. key, and I, I really went for it, and I kind of hit it at the end. Yeah, you were um, you played it safe at first, 
And I was like, yeah, oh, so I was playing it safe. Yeah, I was dropping the octave where it's like, instead of going, uh, I was going like, and I'm free. Like, that's what I was doing. And he jumps the octave yeah. up on free. It's like, and I'm free. Like, I, I can't even do it right now. It's not warmed up. But he like, the free is really <laughs> high. But uh, by the end of that song, I was um, uh, uh, drunk enough and warmed up enough that I felt like I could do it. And I think I did mm-hmm. it a little bit. No, you and did. Felt, yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, he finally went for it. And I was like, he did pretty good. Yeah, that's 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 a good that's a good little feeling, sure. Yeah, that's it. That's all I really had to say. All right. What? Uh, so it's just the just the um, Queen David Bowie one. There's no, has, is there like a white whale song for you that you've never been able to hit that you want to hit? So this is a strange one, but um, they uh, the old karaoke place I used to go to had like competitions where not mm-hmm. like not like actual competitions, but like little contests like they would dedicate one round to a certain thing like they would choose an artist or they would choose like a genre or a like a year sure. you have to do a song from 1980 to 1985 um and one was like hair metal so mm. i tried to do kickstart my heart by uh what is that motley crew is that what it I don't is even, i don't even know the song uh oh man but anyway i Kickstart my heart, like there, there, it was that note, and I just I, f- the first time I did it, I butchered the shit out of it. Like it, it's just such a high pitched song that I was so terrible at it. I actually walked off a minute into the song because I was like, I don't want anyone to hear me doing this is, anymore. Is he like one of those um like Axl Rosie kind of super high, or like uh, yeah Iron Maiden like Run to the Hills like super duper falsetto y? Not that high pitched. Um, I mean, I, I might as well just pull it up really yeah, quick. Yeah, sure, bring it up. See what happens. You'll know it when you hear it. I might not. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. This is not Guitar Hero, right? I think so. This is like the opening video to Guitar Hero Two. Yeah. So yeah, that song. Okay. Oh no, yeah. So yeah, that um, I butchered the shit out of that song, and then I had to get revenge on it two weeks later. And how'd you do? I did better. I, I practiced. <laughs> All right. See, practice makes perfect. It does, unless it doesn't. 